1: And welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast review episode, review, review, review episode for week three of the 2016 college football season. Uh, Joining me, as always, my my two fellow co-hosts, by the way, I'm Spencer Hall. Hi, editor-in-chief of Every Day Should Be Saturday. Uh, It's my current title at SB Nation. We'll go with editor-at-large. That works. My co hosts as always, uh, Florida State lost by 43 points. Joining me live from Kennesaw, Georgia. We usually call him Jason Kirk, but I like to just go ahead and get this out at the start. Uh, Florida State lost by 43 points, Jason. What you think about that?
2: Uh, well, they lost, I, that, that doesn't concern me. That's, that's more uh, y'all's jurisdiction, the Florida State losing part. Uh, Lamar Jackson winning by 43 points, however, that delights me greatly uh, because he is... He is our our wonderful our wonderful sweet wonderful sweet football friend who yeah, delivers I, I, magical I, I, touchdowns for us. I agree. I
0: agree with that. This is pop. This is the Papa John here.
2: And fills us with great delight.
0: <laughs> yep, pop, pop, Papa John here. Just hang on, been,
2: hang on. We got Think we
0: gotta nah, call her.
1: No, nah, oh, hey, 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 is that is that pop? Is that Papa John? Had he a bad bi- ass by forty three points
0: joining that's, us from Brooklyn. That's right. I had a big gulp full of ninety nine bananas for breakfast because bananas have potassium. Papa John, better agree better get your ass out of here, for Eight.
2: Now, how did he, how did he get to Brooklyn w- w- in this condition?
0: Don't don't, don't, worry, don't, don't, don't worry about it. You cop, you 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 fucking cop. You better tell pa- Papa. Papa stands uh, for Pope. I have I have holy authority over you.
1: I, I don't know how he got to Brooklyn, but I bet he, I bet I know what he was saying along the way.
0: Go, go, go. big Papa! You gotta call me Jesus. I'm I'm the Christ figure.
2: <laughs> Actually, he lost. To, he lost to Alabama. How oh. many
1: different? How many different? Oh, how many different ways? By the way, do you think that Peyton Manning has of avoiding Papa John's calls? <laughs> <laughs> I, I say this because I know that Charlie Weiss once at a dinner, and I know. Multiple people he did this to would say, "Hey, you know, I mean, I mean, life's pretty great and everything. I mean, look, I got Bon Jovi on my phone. Look, it's Bon Jovi on my phone." And I immediately thought, like, I know Papa John has to do that with Peyton Manning, right? Like Papa John's worth eighty thousand times more money than Peyton Manning, and he's got to hold up the phone and be like, "Hey, I'm just going to call Peyton. Watch, it's nothing. I'll just text him. He'll text back in a minute. I know. He maybe he's busy. I don't. He's 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 just you know he's a really he he does a lot of charity. That's probably why he isn't answering my text."
2: I guess Peyton, like he's calling audibles and whatever, like he yeah. looks down and sees Papa John calling, and you know starts barking out Omaha and whatnot.
1: Yeah, it, that's uh that and that and this. Despite avoiding Peyton Manning's calls, the first thing we're going to discuss in this podcast is that that at the slice, the slice in
2: Louisville. I, I called it the slice on Twitter, and somebody tried to correct me.
0: <laughs> yesterday they, man. they said,
2: um, we call it the oven. <laughs> I'm like I'm afraid. Listen, I've been in I've been in the slice. Uh, it's it's not shaped like an oven. If it's an oven, then nobody closed the door. You see, because it has sort of a it's it's a, it's one of, it's an open ended stadium. There's a little extra facility there with a statue giant of Johnny Unitas. But that's not going to keep the heat in. This this is a pizza that has had a piece cut out of it.
1: Do you really want like an intense run game to be associated with your brand of pizza? I don't think so. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, It kind of is, but yeah. (laughs) It might be. uh, So the final score, if you did not see. And man, I would encourage you, if you want to go back and watch something spectacular, find highlights from this game.
0: Yeah, set aside some time if you're going to watch the highlights, because it's not going to be a short affair.
1: I watched most of it in the press box at App State Miami, once App State decided that they were out of talent points.
0: I realize that I just said Bobby Petrino was involved in something that was not a short affair. I get that. Let's move on. God, I, where where do you begin with the Louisville box score? Because it's just every... It, it's it's sort of like if you go down through Florida State's side of it. This is what I imagine a NASA rocket inspection looks like after a rocket blows up on the pad. Where they're like, uh third down efficiency nope yards per pass nope yards per rush nope turnover battle nope total yards nope just like all of it is like failure just so many critical failures that it has the advantage of in true team fashion way to rally the troops uh there's plenty of blame to go around florida state there's no need to point fingers everyone fucked up yeah
2: did did lamar jackson double up deandre francois through the air yep Did he double up FSU's leading rusher on the ground? Almost. Uh, You know, did did the rest of the running game do about the same to the rest of FSU's running Yep, yep. Just uh, across the board.
0: Did James Quick have as many uh, receptions as all of FSU? One away. Did even
2: an Aguayo miss a field goal? (laughs) This is a complete
1: collapse. Uh, Yeah, and you can attribute this, by the way, On the other side, to not just one person, it would be cool to just say, man, Lamar Jackson completely dominated Florida State by himself. And that is like 60% accurate. I want to make that clear. It's 60% accurate that Lamar Jackson single-handedly dominated Florida State. Because, and I say 60%, because he had uh, over half of Louisville's total yards by himself. He had 216 through the air. And he had 146 on the ground onto 17 carries. And he had four TDs on the ground, some of which didn't look like they required much effort, even though I know they did because he's superhuman. No, there are other people that you can put in line for credit here, like Devontae Fields, the TCU cast-off, who ended up being a dominant force on defense and making Florida State's offensive line look like trash. Which I don't think they are. They looked like trash because they were playing a really good defensive lineman.
0: Pooh boy, cast off is a real is a real kind word for what happened to Devont or what the Devonte Fields history is. But uh, yeah, we'll move on. Discard. <laughs> yeah. If, if 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 you if you would like to know more, uh, Google Devonte Fields TCU Gun. Yeah, Devonte Fields
1: TCU Gun. Uh, he has kindly been referred to as um, a reclamation project.
0: As if, as if the problem was that he had termites.
2: Hey, uh, I just saw a cool tweet. Um, the starting, or the quarterback on the field right now for the Patriots is uh, Jacoby Brissett. So, Florida Gators, Florida Gators, yet putting okay. yet another that's... quarterback in the pros. Just figured you guys would want to know
0: that. Listen, NC State gets this one because they don't get to claim Russell Wilson. All right. <laughs> well, that's mighty nice of the comp-
1: Gators. I've enjoyed what happened with Russell Wilson, where people said. Wow, Tom O'Brien must have been a real dick to let him go. And then the more the public gets an eye full of Russell Wilson and hears how he talks, everyone says, Man, Tom O'Brien's so cool. (laughs) Just,
0: I mean, both, can't both things be. can't both things be true? Can't both things be? Can't Russell Wilson be like a really weird dude, and Tom O'Brien just be like a humorless dick?
2: Yeah, I think we were probably right somewhere in like twenty fifteen. Like we spent a couple years yeah. making fun of TOB, and then it swung probably too far in the other direction. Somewhere in there, we we nailed the equilibrium and just agreed these two people were not meant for each other.
0: On on the Florida State side of things. And I am basically borrowing from Bud at this point and a number of other Florida State people. Uh Dalvin Cook does not see I don't think Dalvin Cook is healthy uh, based on everything that he's done this year I don't, and I don't know. that they're doing with him. Is he, he ever healthy, healthy?
1: Yeah, I mean has he ever been healthy? I mean he came in the the thing was that he was going to bulk up, right? He's gonna bulk right. up so he could take you know, take more carries. And he's looked slower and more hesitant. Right? He's not the biggest dude in the world. He's not. It's not like he's petite, but uh, he might be a little heavy. And he definitely isn't totally healthy because it just hasn't looked the same. In fact, they looked a little bit better once his backup went in. I know it was garbage time, but still. Uh,
2: doesn't yeah, everything go it's... back to the offensive line, though? Because, I mean, shoes mm-hmm. offensive line is pretty rough it, all year.
0: It does, but also, like, I think some of this was DeAndre Francois being a young quarterback who had to you know didn't always make the best decision about what to do in the pocket or even to stay whether or not to stay in the pocket so it's I don't like I said at the beginning you got 10 fingers you can point them everywhere because there is it, it was it was just a systemic collapse on the part of Florida State which for the record is fine this Louisville team might be super super good we already agree that they're super good but like it is entirely possible that this is just kind of like those years where Auburn comes out of nowhere and you're just like, oh, shit, Auburn's real good. Please, please, please note, this is not one of those oh, years Oh, this could be such a
2: long-term prediction. No. as Bobby Petrino is their head coach. Yeah, so, although. <laughs> so one of those years where Auburn mm-hmm. pops up and is good, I think we all know what happens
0: pretty soon after that. Okay, this this checks out
2: extremely well.
1: I'm so glad man. that you mentioned that, Ryan, because that's the what I had on my mind when I think about what Lamar Jackson is. Because Mike Vick said that uh, he was, what, eight times the player? Five. Five, five. five. for his, okay, five. his five. calculation. Five. One Lamar Jackson equals five Vicks, right? People saying, like, man, this looks like Michael Vick in college. And I'm like, "I, it's a little different. Lamar Jackson just barely looks like he's even trying. Like, that's how big and like he he runs to me like Vince Young that lope where you say "Mm, he's not moving that fast no he's faster than Vince Young and he has the exact same amount of perceived exertion which is goodbye mortals I will glide this way for a TD au revoir that and it reminds this team reminds me a lot of the Cam Newton Auburn team because they have one or two defenders you can pick out they have a pretty good offense built around Lamar Jackson already and they have Lamar Jackson. They have a transformational figure who, if he doesn't get hurt, is more than capable of putting up not only one one of the most mind-boggling statistical seasons. Remember, Mariota at this point in this in his Heisman season had I think eleven TDs through, yeah,
0: through this stretch. Yeah, we we, we pulled we pulled the stats on this. Um, hold on, I'm going to pull it. Marcus Mariota in 2014 had eleven touchdowns through three games. RG three in 2011 had 14, Tim Tebow in 2007 had 13, Johnny Football 2012 had 12. Lamar Jackson has 18. He is also uh, crushing everybody in terms of total offense. The only other quarterbacks that had 1,000 yards of total offense through their first three games of the seasons they won the Heisman were Tim Tebow and RG3. Lamar Jackson's currently sitting at 1377. Good God. Yeah, he's it's he's just crushed. I mean, granted, it's a long season, and the September Heisman is a thing for a reason. Um,
1: yeah, but let me let me let yeah. me go ahead and give you let me go ahead and give you the rest of that scale in case you doubt there's some, in case you doubt there's some meat on the bone for him to pull off. Okay, because now yeah. he's beaten what most people regard as the first or second best team in the ACC, and probably the best one yeah. by talent. Lot of no-
0: although, although honestly, it was such a it was it was so brutal that I think it has made us re-examine the pecking order in the yeah, ACC, like, whether that's right yeah, like, or right. right if, like, like, like,
2: one of the, I guess we could say one of the best three then.
0: Yes, that's one of fair.
1: of the, the best three and wiped them from the face of the earth. If I have the point margin, it's still an appalling show by Florida State. It's still dominance. If I take the stat sheet and I take 100 yards and I just throw it, over and a couple of first downs and throw it to Florida state out of garbage time. Cause Florida state made a lot of first downs in garbage time and garbage time started early. Right. We're fully in garbage yeah. time by like what late second, early third here.
0: I mean, yeah. Only, only because Ole Miss wasn't involved in this game.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Which we'll get to
0: all. This is the greenest program in college football because there is no garbage. Time.
1: <laughs> it's never garbage time or it's always garbage. The time. entire no scoreboard is compost. Yeah, it's a bitch <laughs> self-renewing green program, dang it.
0: Uh, please, somebody Photoshop uh, Hugh Freeze as Captain Planet. Thank you. Uh, continue, Spencer. I was going
1: to say, they play, like, and, I, and I mean this just in terms of, oh, man, he's going to put up some numbers. They play the following, at Marshall. Whew. Oh, That's, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. I
2: forgot about who, that who? until right now. Marshall just got dusted Marshall. by Akron.
0: Yeah, and somebody, uh, some, some Louisville fan was telling me, t- uh, saying to me today that I think Marshall has like a four-game winning streak against Louisville, so this is not just like a, oh yeah, we scheduled Marshall. It's like, nah, we kind of want to beat yeah, the shit out of oh, okay, uh-huh.
1: Wow. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah it, yeah, it gets worse. Okay, so they actually have a game at Clemson who defensively, more than capable, I think, putting Lamar Jackson under some unique pressure, uh, and mm-hmm. they could also yep. still lose by 20. Like Clemson, Clemson sure. can just step up and lose by twenty, especially given I know they had one good game against SC State, y'all. Uh, SC State is not Louisville. Louisville's not SC State. I
0: will, I will say Clemson's D de- as as up and down as Clemson has looked. De- defense been solid. The the def- yeah the defense has been great all yeah.
1: season. Yeah, so I mean so. they they have that. I can't take that away from them. But then uh, Duke, NC State at Virginia. Ooh. oh, you want a fun one? The biggest discrepancy in first downs in college football this year, at Boston College, November fifth, two thousand sixteen, because they play at they Ooh. play a team that totaled zero points and thirteen <laughs> punts <laughs> yesterday. Thirteen punts against Virginia Tech. That
0: that made Virginia Tech look like Oregon, while Oregon looked like uh, UCLA, maybe. Mm
1: hmm. They get Houston, which is a legit game, potentially like just pure fire. On Un-
0: They also get that game on, on five days rest, mm-hmm. and it's a road game. Um, that is the one that's worrisome. If, if you're a Louisville fan thinking we can run the table this year, the two games you have to watch out for right now are the road game at Clemson and the road game at Houston. Uh, that said, we don't know what Houston will be that far down the line. I guess technically we don't know what Louisville will be either. But yeah, there is a there is a lot of ACC dreck. Mm-hmm. Oh, over there's the one middle, there, the There's one schedule.
1: magnificent piece of SEC Drek at the end. By the way, they have the the
0: the. the oh my God!
1: They're off. gonna slam the door shut on
2: who? Whichever interim is replacing Mark Stoops, they're gonna get that guy fired too.
1: Man, they're, they're gonna fire two or three coaches during this game because they get to play Kentucky. They get to play Kentucky at home in the Slice. We have a policy statement on this game coming out in EDSBS this week. In short, don't think you should play this game. Forfeit.
0: nope. <laughs> don't play any. Don't play any of them, Kentucky. Um, the other, the other real, real impressive. Just take it to somebody and and make them look overmatched for most of the game. Ohio State forty five, Oklahoma twenty four. I mean,
1: yeah, is Oklahoma not very good? I think we have ample evidence to suggest at this point that Oklahoma is not that good. Yeah. That this is maybe, this is maybe like, I think this is a team that could still win the Big 12, and I don't think that means much. No. Like at this point in the
2: season, I just look at, I mean, you don't want to get too far into the transitive wins thing and all that, but I mean, okay, Notre Dame, we think they're good, which means we think Texas is good. Texas just lost a weird game at Cal. Uh, Notre Dame is also one and two. Okay. Houston beat Oklahoma. Therefore, Houston is really good. Uh, Oklahoma's one and two. You know, B- Bama and Florida State just beat Ole Miss. So, therefore, they're both good. Like, th- at this point in the season, you just run into such a puzzle that uh, I don't think there are any good teams, actually. But um, can,
0: can, I ask a, can I ask a real unfortunate question? And this will I'm going to ask you both to pull up the standings for the year for all of college football. If I asked you to make a four-team playoff right now, <laughs> Out of teams that are 1-2.
2: <laughs> you could actually do a pretty good one.
0: Oklahoma, um, that's your potential Big 12 representative, unless you really like Kansas. By the way, Oklahoma and Kansas have the same record. Um, <laughs> you can have Notre Dame or BYU. I'll take Notre Dame. Uh, you can have Wazoo. They're 1-2, and two, as is US. Uh, um, or you can have uh, USC. 1-1 uh, one one
2: in FBS, as we mm-hmm. recalculate. I'm sorry so I'm then, based on Wazoo uh, record keeping policy <laughs> they are one at one.
0: So then do you want do you want USC instead? No. Mm. <laughs> and then they, and then they, in sh- case
1: you don't know USC punted yeah from what the the, the 50?
2: Yeah, it was about yeah, the 44 in the fourth quarter and they said they didn't want to g- give their explosive o- uh, offense another chance or something like that or
1: they were on, they they, so they punted and gained uh, I think what 17 yards or something
2: i, I think clay yeah. helton was the the spirit of jeff fisher has already saturated the the entire
1: city
0: rams fever rams fever is taking over so, the
1: entire uh, la metropolitan area yeah i don't want him
0: the the okay so you can also choose between auburn and old miss old miss old miss yeah old miss all right so who are you oh, for god
2: I th- I thought I could just say Ole Miss like three times.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess
2: we have to put in Oklahoma because they're the most important team in the country right now, despite not being very mm-hmm. good. And Notre okay. Dame is is the same.
1: And Oklahoma, and I Oklahoma, mean Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Ole Miss, and U- USC uh,
2: has two top f- what five losses at this point. Yeah, <laughs> sure, yeah. take them.
0: <laughs> oh my God, that is that. There's your playoff, ladies and gentlemen. If if the requirement were be one game under 500 um this is yeah ohio state just and and this is one where you look at the box score for this game and it's not even like you can say oh well oklahoma had a ton of turnovers or ohio state had a bunch of lucky special teams play or oklahoma got killed by penalties they just got outplayed they just got got flat outplayed
1: they got beat up too i mean Ohio State had nearly fifty rushing attempts. They were good on the ground, just consistent, able to able to, like they were consistent enough on the ground. Like I listened to this game primarily on the radio, and it hurt listening on the radio because every time it was it was Samuel for six, Barrett for yep. five, yeah, Weber for Weber eight,
0: for, Weber for seven. Weber for, yeah. yeah.
1: It just and you're listening to it going, oh, they, they, this this is painful. This is because they are just mm-hmm. mathematically they are a hard team to face because they will force you into three and outs. They are very fast. If they do if they do move the ball on you, they'll probably pressure you into turning it over. Especially if you're Baker Mayfield, who has a certain joie de vivre at quarterback.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine if Indiana Jones just spent two and a half hours in the movie running away from the boulder. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what Okla, what Oklahoma, Oklahoma. You were Indiana Jones in this game, and unfortunately, that boulder just kept coming.
1: Yeah, and the this this is this is a this is a fanfic. Yeah, this is the five-minute version of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where it ends after five minutes. This is this Jones. is Lego
2: Indiana Jones,
1: and, and yeah, <laughs> playing it for the first time. Those games are hard as hell, by the way. Um, oh man, those, <laughs> games, those games are great. Can I give you one note on the Jurassic Park one that I tweeted out? But it, I, I feel like I need to share it with the listeners in case they don't There's know. Like Jurassic Please. Park. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Dr. Ellie Sadler, Laura Dern's character, uh, mm-hmm. she has the power to jump into enormous piles of dinosaur poop and find stuff. <laughs> Like she does a full swan dive into it and like rummages around and tries
0: I think that's how Kansas State recruits. Uh, that's so. uh,
1: Dr. Ellie Sadler, Bill Snyder's spirit animal in the <laughs> Lego gaming world. That's a sentence that just came out of my mouth. Life's wonderful. Yeah, this was a beatdown. Um, this was not. This was a game where, I mean, ahead of time I had Ohio State not because I have any great insight, but because I have Bud Elliott in my ear all the time going, "They're not even on the same level talent wise," and they didn't look especially on the lines. They did not look the same.
2: Yeah, Yeah. this Um, is a funny one. uh, Early in the day, Louisville beats FSU and, you know, recruiting isn't real people pipe up. And then after this (laughs) one, they're,
1: oh, oh, okay, I see your point. Can can we flip that script back again? Okay, and give you the recruiting isn't real flip on another (laughs) game? Recruiting Truthers. Yeah, let's give you a recruiting truther uh, riddle here, which was thirty six twenty eight, the score of the Michigan State Notre Dame game.
0: We should all preface that I, I don't think any of us watched this game in its entirety. Oh. I watched a decent amount, but even when Notre Dame started coming back, yeah, I just I just didn't. I use I gone. use
1: the word riddle intentionally because all three <laughs> of us all three of us are very confused by this game because uh, we were all watching something else. Correct. Uh, Notre Dame had three turnovers. There's a big part of the story.
2: Uh, yards per yeah. play looks like it was pretty much this. Oh well, Notre Dame couldn't run at all, and
0: and and Michigan State could.
2: Yeah. Well, Michigan five State yards is about is
1: average. Yeah. Let's less. see. Two point three for Notre Dame. Is do we well have? Do we, we have ahead. our healthy? Yeah. Do we have our? Do we have our standard Mark Dantonio Big Ten game plan? Yes, we do. Got about a what? Yeah. Got about a, what? A two to one ratio for rushes to passes. Yeah, this is about right.
2: Yeah, just what looking you want. at the they, box they, score, they were. Th- this looks like what uh, what Michigan State likes to do against passing teams. Just say, sure, you can go ahead and do that. You're not going to run. The the Baylor Michigan State bowl game when Baylor got a big lead and then Michigan just State just said, well, what you going to do with that lead? You're going <laughs> to run? No, I don't, I don't think you are. <laughs> no, <it's>,
0: yeah, Michigan <laughs> State's <laughs> plan is throwing, like we're going to we're going to give you the foot the football equivalent of a generic Thanksgiving dinner. The rushing attack that's the turkey we're just going to make you tired and regretful and sort of stick in your system way too long the passing attack that's the mashed potatoes you're only you know only going to have a little of those compared to the turkey but they're also just going to sit with you and just really make you feel unpleasant and then the defense uh i guess that's dinner rolls where where somehow you're like yeah you know what i need starch let's have some more let's have some more heavy starch here that'll so- soak it up and you're like nope and now you're <laughs> just all bound up now Notre Dame is just now Notre Dame is just sweating and hoping it'll poop before before the morning. Oh comes. well, there
1: was some soiled drawers all right in this game, sir. <laughs> oh, there no was uh, there, there was Brian Kelly shouting,
2: "What the fuck are you doing?" At uh, everyone yeah. thought at first that it was Brian Van Gorder, but it seemed he was shouting past him at another assistant, and I couldn't discern who. And then apparently after the game, there was some sort of a his account faved a tweet. Saying Van Gorder should be fired or something. I don't know. I just saw. It. I just saw someone put out a statement about it or something. Like gave it the same Patrino um, uh, explanation about. Oh, oh, one of my tweet assistants did that.
1: Also yeah. taking a a timeout to punt and throwing an assistant under the bus. Which by the, I think the quote was: "These are the players we recruited. This is not on them. This is on the staff. So this is." All I'm hearing is Brian Kelly, future Buffalo Bills coach. This is so he, a- <laughs> so he, the
2: blame he places. It's now escalated, and if yeah. they lose, if they lose again, he's pinning it on like the athletic director, because that's oh, yeah, the next no. step up, but, other than himself.
0: You don't think we'll get? You don't think we'll get to St. We'll Peter? Watch Notre Dame lose to Army. We'll blame that on St. Peter. He's got bad gate control. I don't know what to tell you. Army,
1: Army, by the way, uh, currently much better record than Notre Dame. <laughs> That's a bump. They're three and zero. They're uh, the
2: if the independents were a conference army would be winning it right now.
1: Who boy? We were talking about this pre-show. That uh, first of all, in case you have been under a rock, and you know we know you, you're you're shut full cast listener. You might have woken up under under a rock. That could, that could have happened yesterday. Forty-eight, forty-three, Alabama in Oxford, snapping the two-game win streak feels weird calling two games a win streak. But two games back-to-back against Nick Saban is no small feat. Uh, So way to go, Ole Miss. It was fun being on the top of the bottom as long as you were, with Alabama being on top. Uh, 48-43, Alabama snaps that streak. Not a real interesting game. And like a a big, unwieldy, garbage time heavy. It's hard for me to say what constitutes garbage time for Ole Miss because – they can score real fast, and they won't hold the lead. So they'll just maximize this whole style of football that we play now to get as many plays in and to score as many points, and still lose against quality competition. That's 2016. I think the stat that came out of this game was that Old Miss was the first team in like 50 years to blow.
0: 20, yeah, yeah, like 20 years to blow
1: two yeah. 21 point leads in a season. So, so that's where you're at. Chad Kelly will pass you into contention. And then he will pass you out of it because you have no run game,
0: none. Well, what's what's so staggering about Ole Miss is that they blow the lead so quickly. It's not like watching, um, like Florida State, Louisville from a couple years ago, where it's like, okay, they're just sort of it's slowly bleeding out of them. Like you, you go up by three touchdowns, and then it takes maybe six minutes of game clock to be like, oh, now, yep, yeah, now it's a one-score game, yep. Uh yep and now we're losing. It's just it it happens so quickly. Yeah, even better than that, so, so, I so think, quickly. is
2: they rebuild the lead so quickly too. Like they jumped out to a fast wow. lead, surrendered it immediately, Um and then Bama sprints out to a huge lead of its own. And then Ole Miss is you know it, it was like two or three entire minutes left, All right. and they had a legit chance to win. <laughs> after oh man, I, I I loved this game. I not a lot of people um. I mean, the refereeing was hard to get past. It was extremely bad, and Gary Danielson. I don't. I. I. I guess he kind of made it worse. He was so upset about it, like it. It was bad, <laughs> but he was like acting like someone was shot on the field, which I, somehow made the entire experience less pleasant. But uh, this game was amazing. Just the cool. the gigantic momentum swings.
1: I, I mean, the most interesting. The most interesting part of this game happens in the end of the second quarter when I will give you the timestamps because otherwise you might not believe me. It is 24 three with two minutes and 47 seconds left in the second quarter. And at the end of the half, it is 24 17 Bama score, 17 points, bam, 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 bam to get back in this. It's a breathtaking counterpunch. If you watch it, it's a full three phase thing, how they get back into this. It's, yeah, it is. It is blinding. And there's no response to it. Like, if you wonder where where Alabama gets its strength and power, it gets it from two things. One, cheap, high fructose corn syrup being mm-hmm. available across the Government southern,
0: subsidized.
1: Yes, across the United States. So, way to go, you independent pioneers of Alabama. You can thank the U.S. government for all that extra body weight. Two... They get it because they're so deep and they're so good across every single position and have so much talent to burn that they can do this, that they can apply pressure every single point and they're just going to be better at you at one point on the field or you'll snap. And that's, if you watch Old Miss, that's what happens here. And then it goes down to Chad Kelly being able to hold the lead and Chad Kelly, not the most ball secure quarterback.
0: So Old Miss has to play Georgia next, a Georgia mm-hmm. team that barely beat Missouri what happens if Hugh Freeze loses that game at home?
1: Uh, the thing that I said would happen all along, which is that Hugh Freeze is in danger of losing his job, because my theory—my theory being, Hugh, anyone at Ole Miss is always capable of losing their job. Anyone? Y'all Have like Petrino it? for Ole Miss? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, just the thought of an SEC West bidding war for Bobby Petrino is enough for me. I don't care was, where he ends up there at
2: Louisville point. fans were unhappy this morning. There's some show on ESPNU where they just have, like, the most scalding takes on Sunday mornings. I, I don't know if it's new, yeah. but, like, last week they were booting. I think it's called
0: all- Tire Store Coffee. <laughs> I think that's the name of like, the show. Like, they have a
2: segment where they boot all the one-loss teams out of the playoff as if, like, you think it's going to be nothing but undefeated teams. I It's... Every and everyone's just so hopped up and fired up, and I mean, it'll wake you up, sure. But there, there was some segment where the caption Louisville fans were passing around was like, "Would an SEC team dare to take a chance on Bobby Petrino?" <laughs> it's like, what the fuck would an SEC team not take a chance on? I mean,
0: this is this
1: is a division that's going to be recruiting Art Briles next year.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, Petrino is one of your more honorable options. <laughs> I'm not telling you what's good or bad. I'm just telling you what will be. You'll have to. I mean, hey,
0: listen. It's not like Auburn had a uh, promotional thing going on this weekend with Bruce Pearl, basketball coach Bruce Pearl, barbecuing. That was a thing. Wait, uh, there, there. I thought you were like, making Auburn's fun of Penn State. Did This really happened. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, the, I missed yeah, this they're... entirely. Oh, yeah. Auburn's, Auburn's fuck you is fully well, in that's effect. Well, that's fine. Oh, I mean, man.
2: compared to, compared to uh, <laughs> Penn State having, oh, no. having oh, paterno videos and um, a few Baylor fans clapping for Bryles, there were some reports of a standing ovation, but I don't know if I buy that, but still clapping for Bryles. Um uh, Barbecuing with Bruce Pearl sounds pretty great compared to those two things. Oh yeah, that's a
1: that's a parking ticket. (laughs) I'd go do that right now. Yeah. Like, Um, yeah, that's to me, like this is not even a question of whether this will happen. We do this every week on EDSBS. We try to figure out which SEC West coach is gonna get fired. And after this week, I don't really see anybody except Nick Saban who couldn't get it at this point. Um, oh, maybe. Bielima. secure.
0: yeah. Also, also Kevin, also, Kevin, Kevin right looks fine. Some, Kevin, look, September, look, it's still September. Yeah. Now. Right. But, but they have, they have the win over UCLA. They went into Auburn and won. granted the offense is still like a little sputtery, but it's in Auburn. Weird things happen. They haven't. They haven't done anything dumb enough to 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 really be worried at yeah. this point. Oh, um, and by the way, by the way,
1: a M three and O right now. Not me. I had them going six and six at best this year.
0: Yeah, somebody reminded me of that on Twitter. That's as well. cool. Uh, let let them.
1: That's the we're real, wrong. That's I, I think
2: fun. our official prediction was they would race toward the top ten and then collapse. So we're hey, we're, so on we're pace. still on we're, we're still, still on track. track. So cool. still on um,
0: the, the most worrisome thing for Ole Miss at this point. They have not played a true road game yet. Granted, the game in Orlando against Florida State had road game elements, but they still have to go to Arkansas, to LSU, to Texas A&M. I mean, they go to Vanderbilt. We can skip that one. Those are like three, three teams that have enough right now and play well enough at home, historically at least in the case of A&M, that i would not feel great about that if you're an old miss fan thinking you can pull out of the tailspin with ease it, it, it can happen it will not be easy.
2: however there will probably be fewer confederate flags in the stands of those games so therefore those uh venues are better for sports so important, that'll be good
1: important word fewer fewer,
2: fewer. <laughs> yeah. guaranteed to be fewer oh
1: yeah, I, I, a, word, a word about that, by the way, it, as a point of transition, we have uh, Texas A&M beating Auburn. Uh, Auburn, uh, after a week of being assured that we were going to retool and focus on the fundamentals, came out with a magnificent first drive, and then after that, uh, that was it. That's all you got. You got one, one real good drive. I, there are so many things wrong with this team right now. The defense is not one of them, which is very, very weird. It is almost exclusively the offense. It is almost exclusively the lack of a quarterback and the ability to function within that system, which is not what I thought because I watched Gus Malzahn turn a DB into a quarterback who went to a national title game. And I didn't think that was something that was going to be a problem at Auburn. But here we are three years later, and uh, White Sean's not getting it done.
0: So this game was 16-10 at the end of the first half. Reasonably close. Feel like, okay, Auburn's hanging in this one. This is what they did in the second half. Punt, 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 punt. Turnover on downs. Touchdown. Turnover on downs. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Feel the excitement. And also a moment late in the game, uh, I think about a minute or two to go, when... One-time program savior quarterback John Franklin III ran out of bounds on fourth down, um, without achieving the first down, and just sort of felt like a metaphor, microcosm, whatever you want to call it. Like there, yep, there, there goes Auburn. Just
0: Reggie yeah. balling
1: it, Reggie uh, balling it out of uh, bounds. Can I? Can I?
0: They get to they get to play LSU next oh week. Oh yeah, let, let me give you this. <laughs> uh, at at, qu- at quarterback,
1: I, I'm gonna we will play a little Price is Right. What what did they average? Yeah. If you don't have the box score open, or play, or just play me, I don't care. What 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 did they average per completion against per, Texas? And per Anna?
0: complete per completion, oh man! Yeah,
1: what were their yards yards uh, yards per catch?
2: They had so first of all, good news because I'm learning there were completions.
1: Huh?
0: I'm gonna. It has to be like a, at least over seven, right?
1: Jason, your guess. Um,
2: man, I think I'm gonna go four
0: per per, per completion, not per attempt. Yeah.
1: the closest without going over is Jason.
0: Shit, four
1: point seven. Holy shit! I was being sarcastic. Four. Well, he sarcastic gets you this beautiful cabinet and dinette set, sir. Because
0: <laughs> no, no, you're totally. You can't do math. That's per attempt, you asshole. Oh, per
1: oh, like that's changing it for you. Oh, sure. Well, listen, listen. <laughs> well, well
0: only, when they, when you have a, de-
1: he only went to Georgia Tech. It's true. I only went to Georgia Tech. Not. No. Not, I think it's no,
0: important to note that Auburn throws a lot of incomplete passes. I think they deserve credit for that. When they, that, you know, when they complete the ball, it's fine. I'm, it's just it's that they often management don't. Management
1: is what it I'm, is. I'm going to make Ryan happy by noting that the yards per incompletion were zero. So. <laughs> thank you <laughs> there
0: there's i don't know there's probably a grounding in we there by the way like
1: will see on here to explain to us how, to, how i think do. this is a real but i think this was like a real positive indicator for an a&m because a&m had a real good day on offense against a pretty good defense on the road and did so rushing the ball like they ran the ball real well had over 200 yards rushing real balanced offensively they had 247 yard passing like like this, is, this was not a magnificent performance. They're just like, you know, 247 yards and all that until you consider how well they played thus far as a defense in Auburn. So this is all very promising. Their offensive line, big and nasty. Saw Booger McFarland, who's been awesome, by the way. Like, I like Booger McFarland on TV, commentary, whatever. And not just because I get to call him Booger. No, he's been great. Uh, he was bragging on their offensive line. Go back and look at the highlights, and yeah, yeah they're they're beating the daylights out of people. So, a And M reasons for optimism thus far.
0: Can you transfer any of that optimism to Oregon fans?
1: Mm, nope, nope. Okay, nope. They um, because
0: I did, they... I did
1: watch, I watched this side by side with Alabama, Ole Miss, and man, that, that was a contrast. Was Just, it? I mean. <laughs> Uh yeah, it was because if you look at it, if you look at it, there were no big dramatic counterpunches. This was just continual goofing forward by both teams. Hey, I got you. I got gotcha, you. Gotcha.
2: Just uh yeah. Yeah. Well, the my the favorite stat for this one of course is like the obvious one. Oregon went for four two-point conversions. Five. 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 They
0: went one of five. Okay. One of five. And lost
2: by
1: Three.
0: three points. Three points. So yeah, sometimes
2: points. you just take the one, like, and, and you know you send that out, and then math people hit you with, actually, it's fifty-two percent. So if you do it a thousand times, you'll come out ahead. Well, okay, you only did it five, not a thousand.
0: I mean, I mean, if they could have, they would have Nebraska done. Nebraska's 1, defense times. is not very
2: good, but you're not going to score a thousand touchdowns, in my opinion.
1: It's not the two hundred yards passing that should bother you; it's your continually piss poor rush defense that allowed Nebraska, a team that struggled to run the ball against Wyoming, to have. 228 on the ground. That's it. Wyoming did a better job defending Nebraska's run game than Oregon did. Hey, who's their defensive coordinator, Ryan?
0: Oh, he, no 12 penalties for 124 yards on Oregon. There is, there is a lot of this game that feels like Brady Hoke. There absolutely is like decision, make questionable decision-making, uh, get a last drive and just look like total ass in the process. Make a, not that good quarterback look reasonably competent as tommy armstrong did going for about 300 total yards and four touchdowns
2: (sighs) so in this game oregon was way better per play uh won the turnover battle won the total yardage for whatever that's worth um they were equal basically on third down and fourth down um honestly this game they this, were, came, down were, to, this better, came down they were a better they were a better
0: rushing came team under a
2: few crucial penalties and the two-point conversion thing <laughs> like it feels stupid like it feels reductive to say it came down to that but the box score is basically even and like any advantages are in oregon's favor uh almost across the board that's I mean, it, it feels like a, a bad cover song of Oregon, I guess, because for years Oregon went for two after every touchdown, and it was cool. Not every touchdown. Shut up. You know what I mean? But, you know, it it was cool. It was a good idea. It was aggressive and all that. And, uh, boy, when it goes sideways, it sure
0: does. But you know what? Uh, it wasn't all tears in the Pac-12 North. No, no. Because Cal, because Cal beat Texas. That
1: they,
2: that they did. Boosting boosting Stanford's schedule down the line is that your is that your angle yep. here?
0: Sure. Yeah. No. 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 Sure. I'm, I, I I listen. I, Cal and Stanford. I, I'll say it. The West Coast's most important football mm-hmm. rivalry. The rivalry.
1: Most important. The game.
0: The. The. The
1: most important on any coast. Most,
0: yeah. It's, fuck you, Apple Cup. I think
1: that's, appro- I yeah, think that's I, appropriate. I think that's appropriate for the Apple Cup. I love the Apple Cup. I have also watched so many Apple Cups in like blinding snow or rain or wind combined with two teams with absolutely nothing to play for. It's my dream rivalry because hatred and like absolute piss vinegar, like detesting the other person, that's all that matters mm-hmm. in the Apple Cup year to year. Stanford Cal, we, it, yeah, this. This might actually mean something that feels so weird to <laughs> say. <laughs> and if you'll remember, by the way, if, you um, want, if you want a historical moment to pull from this, that is my favorite Sanford Cal moment is when Cal beat Stanford when Harbaugh was coached there and someone gets in the locker room talking about the axe, the axe, which is the rivalry trophy. Do you recall this, either of you? No.
0: no. no. Okay,
1: no. look it up. It is video of Jim Harbaugh taking questions as Stanford's head coach after losing to Cal. So it's already pretty rich. And there was a guy <laughs> in the back because it's the Pac-12 and no one has anything organized and doesn't care <laughs> if he's in the locker room. Someone in the back is going, We got the axe! <laughs> we got the axe! Was it McCaffrey Heisman guy? It really, I hope yeah. it was... I really do. Except it had He did
0: a Masters at Cal he did a Masters at Cal, so he was I hope, around he, just, I hope
1: he just wanders around. I hope he's I hope it's the same guy who was in the Texas Tech Oklahoma video. Or a few years back (laughs)
0: or 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 the the student the student who ran up to lane kiffin and was just like fuck you yeah that's
1: exactly who i hope this was but he's in the back going
0: y'all tried to take it but we got the axe you're gonna have to. you we get it for a year
1: like it's just this guy and
0: and then everything went good for cal after that i like we
2: get it for a year like Like i'm I'm familiar with
0: Long-term football scheduling. <laughs> I've checked the calendar. These are the rules. I know, how, tr- I know, how, I, tr- I know how trophies I've work. I've downloaded and a table
2: from the rivalry wiki, and I've analyzed it and come to the conclusion this game is played every
0: 12 months. Uh, um, t- Texas, this Texas Cal game was great because it, it sort of had all the hallmarks of a 2015 Charlie Strong Texas loss in that it felt like there was a kind of questionable use of the quarterbacks and uh a lot of offense that didn't necessarily lead to as much productivity as you might like. Um you also had making another team look really good, possibly better than they mm-hmm. are. Uh please reference Iowa State last year. And you had ref bullshit. Oh yeah. Like it has it has all the essential ingredients for a Texas game that makes Texas fans so unhappy. This is so vintage
2: unhappy. Texas upsetting Texas. Texas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you had this a, texia, had a, little, bit of, you had a little bit of quarterback injury going on.
1: Um, I would, but I Brian, put I, up
2: forty three points
1: on a on a non defense, but they they did. Yeah. Can I can I tell you how many points Cal scored in the fourth quarter? Again, something that uh, Cal refusing. To ever satisfy a single trend I would like to pin on them, other than being trifling and adorably dysfunctional, Cal score zero in the fourth quarter. Zero.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Where are you getting, where are you getting this from?
1: What box scores have you been looking at today? Because what are you your
2: information no, no, Are you
0: drunk? I'm looking, ES- I'm looking at ESPN.
2: You might want to might you might sure? shake your computer or something.
0: No, is that from this year? Yeah. Look at it. Jason, are you seeing the same number? So how
1: many total points does Cal have on the game? I have 7, 17, and 21 I th- for 45. That's not right at all. Oh, at oh, that's point. hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I'm looking. Am I? is <laughs> Oh, my God. Am I looking at the total wrong box score?
0: I, I just, for, for listeners, I just want you to know, this is like a little window into... The world of what it's like to work with Spencer Hall. Oh, that's
1: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking at the 2015 box <laughs> score, which, by the way, which was also good.
0: But sure, that's amazing. it just wasn't. The, it just wasn't this game. That was the that was the extra point miss game, right?
1: That yes. Which, by the way, is this is this Cal second in a row versus Texas? Yes. Straight. Cal is, I believe, now
2: two and 0 against Texas since Mac Brown went politicking against Cal.
0: Um so I looked this up today. The Big 12 against Power 5 non-conference opponents this year is 3 and 6. And that is a number that because they're not Power 5 asterisk yet does not include the Oklahoma loss to Houston
2: or Kansas as many losses.
0: Let's let's jump around a little bit to some of these other games. Stanford USC was just a just a stupid stupid game. Chris Fowler tweeted out something like uh, Christian McCaffrey had, I want to say, a, over, well over a hundred yards uh, rushing before contact. USC just got totally manhandled, and phew, a, a good luck getting ranked again this season. No, year. They, this
2: is, they, they will.
1: But yeah, no, the, no, I don't think so. I think this is this. They could end up with a losing record. This is a real That's bad. Never stopped yeah. USC before from being. Uh, w- w-
0: Wisconsin barely survived Georgia State, a winless team. I believe. Hey, they
1: beat Georgia Southern last year. I think they're capable of anything. It's a quality win for Wisconsin. Go Panthers.
0: Great job there. Uh, Tennessee looked looked like very, very warmed over leftovers against Ohio, but managed to win and also suffered a bunch of injuries in the process. We talked about Georgia Mizzou a little bit. I have skipped over a game that we should mention ever so briefly. And that is North Dakota State 23, Iowa 21. What
1: better way to celebrate a contract extension for Kirk Ferentz into the 2020s than by losing to North North Dakota State?
2: You gave Kirk Ferentz a $500,000 a year raise uh, each year for the next decade, roughly, and you paid North Dakota State $500,000 to come beat you. That is a million dollars extremely well spent.
0: I would like to I would like to share this statistic with you from this game. Iowa had twenty five rushing attempts, and they gained thirty four yards. Welp.
1: Against now, I will I will say this. All right.
0: No, the listen the Bison are for real, and there's a reason why this is the sixth straight FBS opponent that they've beaten, collecting over two million dollars in the process. Which, one,
1: but, I, I will say this. North Dakota State and Kirk Ferentz, both earners. They're both big earners. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That's true. They both they both get paid when Iowa they loses. Are, so. They
1: are both here to uh, to profit off the University of Iowa. They both obey. Yeah. They both obey Young Dolph's rule of rule one: get the money. Rule two: don't forget to get the money. Okay. Also. <laughs> North Dakota State it is real time like we need a we need a running list to put for people who don't watch as much football as we do we need a running list of FCS teams in this first month or so who will just point to and say uh, that ain't that bad cuz Iowa what, it's real bad to lose to an FCS team I don't want to get that wrong but this is a kick ass FCS team that is like this close like I think they're they're obviously more talented than a lot of FBS teams yeah, obviously. Yeah, but
0: we—you well, we, really wouldn't think the number thirteen team in the nation would be one
2: yeah, of them.
0: you really—that part
2: kind of sets it apart. Also, we have spent the past two years telling Iowa to please cancel this game, please for your own sake, please don't yeah. do it, don't do it. Why'd you schedule this game? Oh, and every single you know time, it. you know who pipes up and says, "No, nah, no worries, we'll be fine." Iowa fans stressed over and over that they weren't going to be the ones to fall victim, and you, you never ever say that about North Dakota State because
0: they're, you know you know who's on NDSU's future schedule or right? Oregon and Colorado.
1: Yeah,
2: and there's yeah, so time for both of you, but I don't think you'll take advantage of it.
1: So mm-hmm. Helfrich, by the way, as we all we all know, uh, you and I, I think Ryan, have we discussed this? That that Helfrich, what's his record to get fired? Like I, it's astonishingly good. Oregon will totally fire a coach who's going who's eight and four.
0: Oh, they yeah they haven't they haven't truly fired a coach in a while, so they've got a lot of that stored up I think. Um, or the alternative is that they don't really know how to do it.
2: There's they that have, they don't have any like forms.
0: They, they they lost the paperwork. Yeah, or it's all oh man. Well, this is all these are all this is Windows compatible software. We all have apples. Shit, we can't fire them.
1: They have not. By the way fired a coach and you, you said a long
0: him like in like 30 years or something
1: a long time yeah uh
2: i, it's I believe like the the coaching office there it's like it's uh rent control like like they hired one coach and then
1: it just yeah, get, kept
2: getting passed along to
1: to grandkids because before him before Hellfrich we have chip kelly he leaves Sure. He leaves to take
0: left for the
1: NFL, and Daddy's not coming back anytime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. His
1: team's down by thirteen right now on on my TV. So <laughs> uh, okay. Well, he's not coming back to Oregon yeah. now. Rich Brooks accepted the job there. It was his first gig in nineteen seventy seven. Okay. Rich Brooks was not fired. So nope, they haven't fired a coach. Since since they have not fired a coach since nineteen since the bicentennial since nineteen seventy six, my entire life <laughs> has occurred,
0: and you're old. And I'm old.
1: My entire life has occurred without Oregon firing a coach.
0: Yeah, they. I mean, they have an interesting road ahead of them too, because they host Colorado, who. For, at points looked very competent Against Michigan They got pretty beat up And they also uh, had some special teams problems They go to Wazoo Which it's Pullman It's a Mike Leach offense Make no assumptions And then they got to play Washington And the Washington streak is I don't know what it is uh, on the nose But I, I, th- I believe it's at least a decade That Oregon has beat Washington Based just on what has happened Through three weeks And granted Washington has not really faced much of a stress test so far that streak looks like it will end and that will be a very painful thing currently that's one that's that's one of those streaks that i think does sort of start to change the tenor around um mark Helfrich and if he should still be head coach
1: keep in mind the the turnaround in the oregon program occurs largely around beating washington for the first time in a long time the current win streak is at 12 they haven't lost they haven't yeah. lost to washington since 2004
0: god who was washington's coach then
1: that would be rick Neuheisel.
0: oh my god